Oh, Jesus, it's your constant labour of love to bring the good news of the kingdom of God to those who are in most urgent need of your deliverance. You take such good care of all the details and you time them to perfection for your deliverance. I think of the time when Winston Churchill was entertaining three ministers at a dinner in Downing Street when he suddenly left the table during an air raid and went and ordered the kitchen staff to go quickly to the bomb shelter. Three minutes later, an explosion completely destroyed the kitchen they'd been working in, but not one single person was injured. Praise you, Lord God, our Deliverer. On another occasion, for the first and only time, Churchill ignored the door that was being held open for him to get into his car, and he chose to walk around it and to get in at the other side instead. Moments later, a bomb fell that lifted the car into the air and that would have caused him great damage had he been sitting in his usual place. Thank you that, as he later told his wife, an inner voice told him to stop, and he obeyed it. And how much Lord rested on his survival at that time. We remember how you gave Richard Vaughan superhuman strength during the course of more than a decade in a Romanian prison, three years of which were spent in a dungeon 30 feet underground, bound with chains and manacles, and being frequently beaten for no other crime than loving and serving Christ. Though he had no pen, no paper, no Bible, nor even the slightest sound or colour to cheer his spirits, you were with him, Lord, and you gave him the willingness to spend the night hours travelling the world in spirit, praying for one country after another for your power to break through as well as to compose hundreds of sermons, which he committed faithfully to memory and preached to an apparently empty cell, pouring forth from the extreme pressure on his body, mind and spirit, words of life, even out of his own depression at times. And all the while, you were doing a work of deliverance that reached far beyond his prison cell. As he records in a book from torture to triumph, far across the world, also in solitary confinement in a prison cell in Canada, a backslidden Christian was sitting and crying out to the one who delivers. Lord, if somewhere in the world there is another lonely prisoner who knows you, Please bring me his thoughts. How creatively you answered his cry. He heard an inner voice telling him to sit quietly and confidently. Miraculously, night after night, he began to hear sermons coming from a long way away, which led him to repentance and a renewed faith. After his release, he discovered Richard's book, Sermons in Solitary Confinement, and recognised them as the very messages that he had heard. Thank you, Lord, that the unseen angels to whom Richard Vaughanbrandt had preached night after night transported those sermons to others who were crying out to you. And it wasn't just to him. 
Years later, he received two other letters telling him that they too had heard his sermons in just those sort of ways while he was in prison. And all the time you had in mind the vital ministry he would subsequently develop of mobilizing Christians in the West to pray and act on behalf of the suffering church in communist countries. Thank you that you do not forget the afflicted, but find ways to deliver people even in the most distressing of circumstances. Thank you for the prayers you inspire in the secret whispers of the night and the tucked away corners of the day. Thank you for those who feed the hungry and visit those who are sick and in prison. You are our strength, Yahweh Mafalti, our rock, our fortress, our place of safety. You're worthy of praise and we love you, Lord. <laughs> <laughs>